0: and I'm from the blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family. Welcome to my podcast. This is episode 29, and this week I'm trying something new. I actually recorded this podcast a few days ago, and when I listened to it back, uh, I was very disappointed with it. All my words sounded really flat, and my ideas, they just didn't sound interesting at all. And I thought, well, I can't publish that, Yes, I changed my mind about my podcast. Then I thought I might go and write the same thoughts in words in a blog post. But again, I couldn't get my ideas across in such a way as um, to be interesting. I don't know what's wrong. Um, I seem to have hit a stage where the ideas are in my head, but I can't actually say them or write them down in the way that I would like. So today I thought I'd do something different. I thought that I would take one of my stories that I have already written on my blog, something that's deep in the archive which people might not have heard or read before, and I might tell that story today on my podcast. Maybe it's something new for you, even though it is it is old on my blog. And the story I have chosen today is one called, What I Think Unschooling Is All About. I think that we all have different ideas about what unschooling means. And of course, unschooling does look very different in very in different families. At the beginning of our unschooling, I really had not much idea about what unschooling was, was like. I wasn't very informed about uh, the philosophy of unschooling. So anyway, here's my story. What I think unschooling is all about. It can be a risky business announcing to the world that you are an unschooling family. Someone could come along and say, I don't think you really are unschoolers. You don't fit my idea of an unschooler. For this reason, I really hesitated before I gave us the title, An Unschooling Family. Labels are so difficult. They can mean different things to different people. For years, we homeschooled our way. Doing our own thing. That was the way I described it. It wasn't until I read Susie Andres' books, I realized that what we were doing was something that could be called Catholic unschooling. And I was really very surprised by this. Up to that point, I had this idea that unschoolers were a little different from us. This is what the term unschooling conjured up for me. A family of independent learners who don't interact with each other. Everyone is on a separate pathway investigating separate interests. There isn't any sharing. A mother should stand back and not interfere with her child's learning process. And so I did a lot of standing back in those early days of homeschooling. I waited for my children to discover impressive things all on their own. I expected the house to fill with impressive projects, but really nothing much happened. I decided that children need to be exposed to possibilities. They need to be surrounded by a rich and varied world. They also need to observe the example of others' learning. And so I started looking for interesting resources to strew in front of my children, though I didn't call it strewing. I'd never heard of that particular word. I also started sharing learning with my children, showing them that everybody learns, not just school-age children. Perhaps we must be willing to do everything we'd like our children to do. We can't just say, go off and learn something. We have to provide an example of what learning is all about, especially in the early years. Though I am thinking... Children are born naturally curious and eager to learn. We play with our babies and surround them with a stimulating environment and applaud their every little development. And then they get to a certain age and we stop doing these things. Maybe that's the problem. I spend a lot of time with my younger girls. I read to them. They read to me. I'm willing to help them with any projects they want to do. I share my own passions with them. I suggest activities and offer resources. I feel any child achieves more if they have an interested person to call upon to share and help when necessary. That person needs to show they value that child's learning. It is real work. I'm certainly not stepping back and keeping out of my children's way. In fact, it is my children who eventually move away from me. There comes a time when they are keen to stride ahead on their own pathways, without waiting for me. Often they will stop and want to share. Occasionally they may hit a problem. If they can't solve it for themselves, I can help guide them to a solution. They may just want me to obtain some necessary resources for them, or ideas for further investigation. This is where my daughter Charlotte is at the moment. Looking at Charlotte, I don't think anyone would protest she is not an unschooler. I don't make plans for her. I rarely see her when she is busy with her learning. She might appear at lunchtime, eager to share something she is working on. She might want a suggestion for a suitable book to read. She will look at anything I strew but she won't automatically decide to use it. She has her own ideas about what she wants to do. And I let her learn what she wants, how she wants, and when she wants. I have full confidence that by giving her the freedom to direct her own education, she will achieve her goals. But the younger girls? I am under their control. Will you read to us, please, Mum? Can we go to the library, please? Could you show me how to use the sewing machine? Can you explain? Do you know how this works? Can we? They are full of their own ideas too. I'd like to make a poster of the planets in the solar system. I want to learn how to draw people more realistically. And cars too. I'd really like to learn how to play a long piano piece like the big girls. So I am there to help them do what they'd like to do and they are willing to listen to my suggestions. I found a TV program about the planets. Would you like to watch it? This looks interesting. Do you want to have a look? Listen to this? Watch that? Try this? The girls also go off and do things totally on their own. I was reading about Renoir. I made some more jigsaws of his paintings, Sophie might say. I've been writing. I had a new idea for a story. I've been playing some more of those mask games. I decided to try and make a mind map. I know that Sophie and Gemma Rose will gradually go off and do more and more by themselves as they get older. One day I will say, I haven't seen you all morning. Tell me what you're working on. I guess I will miss the girls and I will have to entice them back with such suggestions as I feel like watching Henry V. Do you want to join me? And knowing my girls, they will drop whatever they are doing so so they can sit with me on the sofa for an afternoon of Shakespeare. For who can resist sharing a Shakespeare play with fellow enthusiasts? Or I will say, anyone want to go for a run with me? Before I know it, they will be lacing up their shoes. Despite individual interests, there are still so many things we share a passion for. Sharing passions, spending time together as a family, learning together, encouraging each other along, enjoying each other's company, delighting together in new discoveries, helping each other. I never thought this is what unschooling is all about, but it is. Well, at least it is in my version of unschooling. And if anyone objects, I can always go back to describing our homeschooling as doing our own thing. I'd rather lose the label than lose the lifestyle. Because in the end, does it really matter what we call our method of homeschooling? The only thing that matters is that we learn in a way that works for our own families. So, if no one objects, we are an unschooling family, because unschooling works for us. And if you do object, stories of a family doing their own thing, that might make a very good title for a blog. It also might make a very good title for a podcast. Yes, labels are very tricky. Sometimes labels exclude other people when we can, when we say things like, you're not really a proper unschooler. I've written that story as well. But they can be good when we are searching for like-minded people. How would we be able to find each other if we had no label to Google or to talk about in conversation? In a way, I think labels do have their place. So I hope you enjoyed that story today. And I hope that my uh, enthusiasm or my ability, because I still have a lot of enthusiasm for writing and for podcasting, I hope my ability will return so I can make some more podcasts, write some more blog posts, and express the ideas that I have inside my head just the way I would like. If you would like to read more of my posts, you'll find them on my blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family. You can also find me on Facebook on my Sue Elvis Writes page. Uh, yes, I have a nice community of friends over on my Facebook page, and I post resources when I find them, photos. We have some good conversations over there, so please feel welcome to join us. If you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that through iTunes, or you could follow it through Podbean. Uh, Thank you very much for listening to my podcast today. And until next time, trust, respect, and love unconditionally.